So when is it okay for industry to interact with the government? Are you even allowed to ask questions? Stick around and we're gonna break this topic down for you. Good evening, Agile Acquisition Enthusiasts. It's Friday night and that means it's time for another episode of Agile Acquisitions and Alcohol. Cheers. Okay, so on tonight's episode, I wanna talk about a topic that I get asked all the time, which is when can industry actually interact with government? And it's really important because government needs industry to interact with them. Of course, market research is covered under FAR Part 10, but it doesn't go into a whole lot of detail about how industry can be proactive in helping the government as they consider options down particular strategies or approaches. Everybody knows that once acquisitions begin, the government tends to sort of go into this cone of silence where they won't talk to anybody except for formal discussions uh, or potentially negotiations. There's a significant amount of time before that starts where the government and industry have the opportunity and are encouraged to interact. Sometimes you might just see this in the form of industry days where the government invites contractors to come and attend a session. They're usually largely the government sending information as opposed to the government having an open dialogue. Occasionally there'll be one-on-ones where the government will sit down with industry or specific contractors and th those are all great and the government should continue to do it. But there's other opportunities too. If you're on the industry side and you have great information to share with the government, there is absolutely nothing precluding you from sharing it with them. Now of course you do want to remember organizational conflicts of interest, FAR 9.5, if you cannot create requirements and then bid on them but you certainly can share concepts and ideas towards how a problem should be solved for the federal government. And nowadays, um, more and more agencies are becoming adept at using social media to indicate to industry what they're trying to accomplish. So if you're keeping tabs of what a particular agency that you're interested in is looking for and you have thoughts on it, you can certainly reach out. Oftentimes there'll be a point of contact. You have uh, agency points of contact specifically designated for interacting with industry, but then you have specific points of contact associated with individual requirements. You're absolutely allowed to reach out to these individuals either via phone call or email or just send them a white paper that indicates how you would go about solving the problem. There's no guarantee that they'll read it, but at least you got the opportunity to get in front of them to let them know you're out there. This is especially important for small businesses because when industries are determining acquisition strategies, they're required by statute to determine whether or not there's two or more small businesses which are both capable and willing to bid on a particular acquisition. The earlier you can get out in front of industry to let them know as a small business you're interested in helping them solve particular problems, the better chances you are that they'll be aware of that and take that into consideration when developing their acquisition strategy. So you may be wondering how the specific roles in the government relate to how you can communicate with them. A lot of times I'm asked how companies should engage contracting officers. This is a common question, but my common response to that is, why exactly are you intending to reach out to a contracting officer? I was a contracting officer for a very long time, and I can tell you with a fair amount of confidence and certainty that contracting officers are rarely the ones driving the technical direction or even the acquisition strategy by themselves because they don't have the requirements and they don't have the money. Typically, a contracting officer is forming an acquisition strategy around the technical requirements. So if your intent to get to a contracting officer is to let them know that you're out there, unless it's for the purposes of letting them know that a small business is out there, there's not a lot of value in trying to get to a contracting officer for the purposes of selling your, your particular business. 
program offices and technical leaders within the agency all the way up to CIOs have much more influence over the, the technical direction. So if you're attempting to influence a strategy from a technical perspective, your bang for your buck would be a lot greater heading towards the technical side or even the program management side of an agency as opposed to the contracting office. Going to the contracting office makes sense if you're trying to influence the sort of vehicles they'd consider. So if you've caught wind that an agency is intending to make an award using GSA Alliant, for example, and you would like them to consider you know, Schedule 70 or STARS or, or something else or just non-GSA at all, and that's a great opportunity for industry to reach back to the government and let them know, certainly the contracting officers, certainly the small business offices, letting them know that there's other avenues where they could get to viable contractors to meet their needs. Ultimately, I think it's important for industries to have a multi-prong approach when communicating with, with agencies. It's important for them to attend the industry days and the one-on-one -on -one conferences when they have the opportunity. It's also important to reach out to decision makers at various levels of the agencies that focus on key areas where your company can add value. Uh, this isn't necessarily walking the halls of an agency and, and blindly knocking on doors. It's understanding the construct of the organization and where decision makers are and where decision makers are in the process of making decisions and finding those strategic opportunities to end people to reach out to to try and help guide them for a mutually beneficial approach. You know, not all of shaping government should be about you, know, you certainly winning something. It's also important to help the government shape so the government makes good decisions for the entire country. Another important area is your brand image, communicating to agencies that your company has strong capabilities in a particular area, whether it's agile development or other modern technologies. You know, it's more and more important to get your brand out there in front of government using social media and at events, letting them know that you have this capability, you have these expertise, and what's unique about your company. So there you have it. That's the opportunities to communicate with government. I hope you found this helpful. If you did, please remember to subscribe. If you have questions or comments, go ahead and leave them below. And until next week, cheers.